we have learned with great, great understanding in the most recent years that the climate crisis is a health crisis. And already we see 7 million people a year dying from air pollution, for example. That's more than we saw in the entire COVID pandemic over three years. And that's one person every five seconds, so that by the time I complete my next sentence, someone else will have died. And we see this in every aspect of health, the way climate change is impacting um, our, our lived experience. And so there's a very real opportunity for us to have a health-centered approach to climate change and to be able to ensure that we're protecting how we live, how we breathe, how we walk, and, and, and what we can do in our lives. And so the appointment, I think, is truly just an opportunity to uh, continue to really flag the urgency of what we face. So that was Vanessa Carey. Yes, that Vanessa Carey is in the daughter of climate czar John Carey. You can hear her talking about how climate change needs to be a health care issue and, and how climate change affects our health and it makes sense. And this is all part of the same sales pitch that we've been hearing for, for quite some time now. It's been creeping in to the, I guess, the, the globalist talking points over the last few months, but it's really starting to hit a fever pitch. And there's a reason why, as I've noted multiple times before, and I'll say it again and again and again until it finally sticks with everyone, climate change is the ultimate skeleton key. It is the, it is the way that they're going to be able to <clears throat> essentially control us. It's the way they're going to be able to to say, oh, that's a healthcare issue because it's a climate change issue and the climate change issue is literally everything. Whatever you eat, whatever you wear, wherever you go, whatever you, you, what car you drive, or if you can drive a car at all, hey, go hop on your e-bike instead. It's, it's better. It's not safe and it, it explodes a lot, but hey, you know, it's better for the environment than that gas guzzling Prius. Yes, they're going to eventually start going after even the, the hybrids and everything else. They just want us off of this. It doesn't matter, by the way, if science, logic, and, and finances tell us that that these quote unquote green initiatives aren't very green. They don't, they, they, if anything, they can oftentimes harm the environment more than their, their ungreen counterparts. We've seen this with, with electric vehicles uh, in particular, but, but I digress. Look, they, they don't care about that. They don't care about logic. They definitely don't care about the climate. They care about control. And as I said multiple times, including in an article in a, this video that I'm posting over at discern.tv, you can find this at discern.tv slash carry, K-E-R-R-Y, as in Vanessa, John, pick I don't care, pick your bad guy, discern.tv slash carry, you'll find this short article that I wrote explaining this in brief about why, why they want climate change to be considered a health issue. As I wrote, during a recent interview, Vanessa Carey explained why she believes climate change must be classified as a public health predicament. As founder of Seed Global Health and daughter of climate czar John Kerry, it makes sense for her to be harping about this. But there is much more. There is a much more nefarious reason Kerry and others are calling on climate change to be included as a health issue. The push to make the World Health Organization the supreme ruling body over all nations through multiple agendas, including the Pandemic Treaty, is the globalists' ultimate play for worldwide control. Centralizing health decisions through a single global entity is bad enough. Giving them the skeleton key of climate change at their disposal is checkmate against freedom. With climate change, the globalists can bring literally everything under their umbrella. Every decision, from the food we eat to the cars we drive to the clothes we wear, 
will fall under the rules set by the World Health Organization and enforced by governments after they willfully give away sovereignty. Joe Biden is among those who are pushing extremely hard for this. There are some some nations out there, some freedom-loving nations that are that are pushing against it, but I mean, the momentum seems to be on the side of the World Health Organization, the United Nations, the WEF, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, and the rest of the globalist elite cabal. Back to my article. This is already in motion. We must pray that God intervenes. We must spread the word. But second only to prayer, we must prepare ourselves by becoming as independent and self-reliant as possible. We, we must do whatever we can to protect ourselves and our families by removing any dependence on government regardless of the situation. Get ready now. Just don't forget to pray along the way. Look, a lot of times, you know, one of the, the I guess, first things that you learn or you're supposed to learn as a prepper is that you do not talk to people about your preps. That's what they always say, you know, keep it hidden. Because the theory is this, that if, if you start talking about your preps, you know, telling your neighbors, your friends, your relatives, then after the crap hits the fan, they're going to come knocking on your door. And it's like, oh, okay, so so this guy prepared, you know, and it's like, oh, we can't do that. But here's the thing. If and when this all does come down, we need as many people as possible to not be beholden on government. We need allies. We need friends. We need people that we can trade with, people that we can work with, people who can fight for freedom, people who are not going to be standing in bread lines or cricket lines or whatever they're, they're going to try to force us into. That's why I'm so adamant about going against the grain amongst preppers and saying, no, tell people. Don't just tell people that you're prepping. Tell them why they need to prepare and show them how. Show them how to prepare. This is one of the reasons, you know, I, I am editor over at thelibertydaily.com. It's been a great blessing. And my company, Whole Cows, works with The Liberty Daily to help people get prepared. Uh, you can go to, not to throw in a, a quick ad, but might as well, right? Because we are talking about getting prepared. You can go to Whole Cows TLD, that stands for the Liberty Daily, wholecowstld.com. Use promo code JDR, get 15% off at checkout, and you'll get, you can get ribeye, New York strip. These are all freeze-dried sous vide, so they're cooked. It's freeze-dried, so it has a shelf life of up to 25 years. They say 10 plus, but it's up to 25 years shelf life on this food, this beef, high quality, all American beef. Check it out. Use promo code JDR at wholecowstld.com and get ready because here's the thing, you know, we can say th this isn't one of those things where we can just go out and say, okay, well, let's go protest the WHO. Let's go, let's go write letters to our congressmen and tell them to oppose the pandemic treaty. Folks, <laughs> I'm not trying to, to be Debbie Downer here, but this is an entity that's beyond our reach. There's not much that we can do. Now you can say, well, we can vote for Trump and we can vote Republicans. Most Republicans are, and when I say most, I mean literally 99% of Republican lawmakers are doing absolutely positively nothing about this. Nothing. And let's face it. Yes, Trump did a lot of great things, you know, and I could see if anybody will ever finally get us out of the United Nations, it would be somebody, Trump or somebody like him. But I just don't know if that's enough, and we can't we can't trust it. We can't we can't assume that if Trump comes into office, that he's going to be able to single handedly single handedly fight the globalist elite cabal. He's not. He's got enough problems with the deep state, which is an arm of the globalist elite cabal. He's got enough problems with Democrats and the Uniparty Swamp. The Uniparty Swamp is another arm of the globalist elite cabal. 
he can fight on those levels, but being able to fight this to stop this, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I can imagine that we will be locked up if it does appear, if they if they think, oh, my gosh, we're not going to even be able to cheat our way to preventing Trump from being president. If they think that, then they're going to accelerate their plans. They're going to get this this pandemic treaty and uh, uh, all of their other machinations. They're going to get all that rolling in 2024 ahead of the election. So plan on this being the case. We'll fight it. We'll pray against it. But don't assume that we're going to win. We can win on the individual level. You can get ready. You can get your family ready. You can even, if you're very, very blessed, you can you can start to get your community ready, get people localized, get people prepared, help them to be educated, help them to learn this stuff. Just don't sit back and say, oh, it'll all work out in the end. It's not probably going to work out. Chances are slim. We can hope it, and we can definitely pray for it on a, on a constant basis. But I would imagine if we are in the biblical end times, then this whole WHO climate change, global elite cabal thing that we're seeing forming around us certainly ties in to the Bible. Take from that what you will.